Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi guys, I'm Adam Wilborn from What Culture Football. And I'm Adam Nicholas from What Culture Football, here to bring you all of your football news today. But our first story, let's dive straight in because I need to talk to you about the fact that Andrea Pirlo is the Juventus manager. This is wonderful news. Lovely to see the greatest footballer, the greatest man who's ever lived, to be back in the game of football in such a wonderful way. And most importantly, he's got two big signings that he's already planning on trying to get for Juventus. Obviously, Juventus is a club steeped in Italian history and the old lady, but the two players he's after are very much the opposite of that uh, MO, if you will. Two young Italians who he's looking for now. One of them is literally, might as well be, his son in the form of Sandro Tonali, who plays for Brescia. A wonderful footballer, a massive, massive future for him. He's, he's kind of the player that Juventus have looked at before. Real Madrid have looked at him before. He is literally Andrea Pirlo, but Pirlo says he's more complete of a player than he is. That's a man they're looking into, potentially interest, might cost them around about 36 million euros. And the other is uh, Nicola Zaniolo from Roma, again, another young Italian midfielder. But these are the kind of signings you'd like to imagine they'd want to be getting in at Juventus. A new era with Pirlo, obviously Murcio Sarri was sacked after they were put out of the Champions League at the hands of uh, Leon. Adam Wilborn, your thoughts? Well, you and I are the proud runners of the Newcastle fan club of Andrea Pirlo. So, <laughs> yes. very exciting news, this. Uh, I love the fact they brought him, his, brought him in as under-23 manager about, feels like about two days ago, and then went, oh, I'm just going to wait for Sarri to mess up in the Champions League. And there we go. Okay, here there it is. is. Um, look, exciting times for Juventus. Um, we're going to get to some issues surrounding Cristiano Ronaldo in due course, but if they can um, retain his services and make sure that he's focused on next season, obviously Syria is first priority, but they wrap that up with Lazio just falling to pieces following uh, the break due to the ongoing global bastard. Uh, Champions League, obviously a major target for Juventus and probably something you, you, you want to see Ronaldo win. Uh, whilst they're there. I think Pirlo, look, he's a bit of an untested quantity or an unknown quantity when it comes to management. But if it's anything like his playing days, it's going to be a joy to watch. No pressure on the lad who's basically been said to be the new Pirlo, but a bit better. Um, but I, I'm really excited to see what, what Pirlo does at Juventus and what they do next season. Um, look, it, it's sort of the microcosm of Juventus season is you know, waltzing to the Syria A title, struggling in the Champions League and basically being seemingly reliant upon Ronaldo to see whether or not they can get through. I think it's about taking an element of that pressure off him. Look, they've got an excellent squad already, but if they can add to it with these two names, I feel like they could do big things next season in, in the Champions League. 
Yeah, that's the thing. And I mean, across the board, I mean, this literally, this is coming from multiple different sources today, basically. The idea is that PLO is trying to bring that back, that next generation of Juventus. Yes, they have been running right at the top of Serie A for quite some time now, but why would they want that to end at any time soon? And if they can, of course, get that Champions League, then I'm sure that would be something they're very interested in. Uh, speaking of the Champions League, we did a preview it on Friday, myself and Adam Cleary, and I said, could Chelsea do the impossible against Bayern Munich? No. Uh, they are looking like favourites potentially to win the Champions League alongside someone like Man City. But um, Atletico Madrid, of course, who knocked out Liverpool, are still involved in it and could be real contenders this season. Although they have confirmed two positive cases of the ongoing global vascular, which we can't say on YouTube, otherwise we'll get demonetised. They had tests carried out on Saturday. Two uh, individuals tested positive. They are now uh, self-isolating. They're, of course, due to play uh, RB Leipzig on Thursday in Lisbon as part of the quarterfinals of the Champions League. Uh, Atletico released a big um, statement around this explaining what had happened and concluded by saying as such as a corresponding protocol plan for these circumstances has been activated new tests will be undertaken for first team players uh, members of the Lisbon travelling party and those who are in close contact with the positive cases uh, cases in changes uh, in timings of training sessions they're basically trying to put uh, all the protocols in place now that they have received these two positive cases Um, annoying uh, worrying for Atletico you still have to feel though they are one of the big contenders for this season's Champions League Adam Nicholas yeah, absolutely. I mean, they were, took a big scalp to Liverpool, didn't they? The former champions uh, before all of the madness that has come with the ongoing global bastard. Um, it's fair to say, though, this is one, it's nice to see that this is the, the severity of, I say severity, the thoroughness of the testing yeah. that we've been doing. Obviously, this has brought about the positive results. Those players obviously won't be able to play. And there was obviously a lot of question about whether or not the match should go ahead, I guess, because there could be more worry that it could increase the cases. I'm not a medical professional, sadly. However, I do know that they've taken care of positive cases they've had. And you feel like at this point, if they can get the games on safely for everybody involved, then that seems like the smart move to me. And Atletico will probably fancy themselves against Leipzig and maybe push on further in the competition too. Tell you what, some tasty ties going forward. There is. Bayern Barca. Oh yeah. my days. Bayern Barca, you've obviously got Leon versus Man City, which I don't know is just as open and close as you might yeah. think it is, because Leon might be that surprise package. Yeah, I'm really, really excited. Look, this whole month of just mad European football uh, is really enjoyable. Look, like you say, this question marks whether or not the Champions League and the Europa League should even be going ahead. But it is, I can't really argue with yeah. that. And like you say, as long as safety and the safety protocols are, are the main priority, let's just enjoy it. Yeah, there's always going to be risks, but then if we can get it right, then the reward hopefully will be big for the clubs involved. Anyway, speaking of clubs who didn't make the Champions League next round, let's go back to Juventus and let's talk about Cristiano Ronaldo, as you mentioned prior. Um, Basically, obviously, with their departure from the Champions League, and I have to say, as much as I would like for Ronaldo to have gone and done this wonderful thing with Juventus and won the Champions League, one of the reasons why they would have purchased him in the first place Gianluigi Buffon, man, sitting on that bench. I just would like to see him get that Champions League medal that he doesn't have. It probably isn't going to happen, but still, I am getting away from what I'm supposed to be talking about here. Ronaldo potentially wants to leave the club. He's considering his options now after another failed attempt at winning the Champions League with Juventus. Now, who would you think would be a kind of team who could look out for Cristiano Ronaldo and his wages? Of course, you would be thinking about a few across the world. Maybe some Man City, maybe even a Newcastle if they've got a takeover bid. Who knows? That's not going to happen. But Paris Saint-Germain, of course, are the usual suitors that we find in this department. And according to Foot Mercato, who reported that apparently Ronaldo's agent has tried to take matters into his own hands. His agent, of course, 
uh, Jorge Mendes has wanted to have a conversation with Leonardo over at Paris Saint-Germain about the potential move. Now, this has all just been, it's been reported that potentially another meeting, future potential meeting could be planned for when the uh, the next round of the Champions League obviously takes place over in Lisbon and potentially there could be a meeting set between those two to further those talks. Now, Ronaldo to PSG seems like a logical move financially, of course, in terms of whether or not that would see him get another Champions League medal, Adam Wilborn. It's another case entirely. I, I don't, PSG will never learn, will they? It's not no, about no. scoring goals. They can score no. so many goals. They need to be able to defend, uh, and they they've struggled with that. And it's a it's a weird thing, PSG, because like a, a sort of akin to Juventus, I'd say Juventus has, has far more challenges uh, in there with the Milan's and Roma, and as we mentioned, Lazio. Yeah. It feels like PSG just walk the um, league. Uh, title. Uh, now, there are some good teams obviously over there. Um, Leon, as we've mentioned, Monaco, etc, etc. Um, but I, I don't... I see... If, if it was down to me, and let's be honest, Cristiano Ronaldo has enough money. He also probably has enough Champions League medals. He could probably give one to Buffon, just to be fair. Um, <laughs> but... Uh, yeah, I, I think he stands more of a chance with Juventus if that's the, the, the thing that changes his mind a lot. He, he wants to probably also prove he can do it in numerous leagues. He has done. He's done it in Spain, England, uh, now Italy, France. I, I Personally, for me, I don't feel like I don't sit around going, well, Messi's never done it in France, though, has he? So I, I don't see it happening for those reasons, for monetary reasons, particularly with the agent that he has. Maybe. Let us know your thoughts on this in the comments because I would like to see personally uh, Ronaldo at Juventus for at least another season, especially with Pirlo in charge and the team shaped around him. But I don't know. It could well happen if they throw enough money at the problem. I do wonder if Pirlo could be a factor. This is all obviously a situation that's brand new, but if he can potentially come visit to stay for one more season, imagine if he can turn that football in mind from being a genius football player to a genius manager, we could well see that Champions League medal for Juventus and Ronaldo next season, if he does indeed stay. And just just, just keep Buffon around. I mean, I, I, I don't know why I'm saying, oh, bloody hell, what's it like being Buffon? World Cup winner, Gianluigi Yeah, Buffon. I'm sure he's... I'm sure he's not losing any like, too much sleep, but it'd be, yeah. I just like to see him from a, yeah. from a narrative perspective complete that collection. At the end of the game, jo- uh, Jonathan Greening's got one. But <laughs> That's still, true. Uh, let's wrap up and talk a little about a little bit about Emiliano Martinez, uh, Arsenal's uh, star goalkeeper from the FA Cup final. He's been talking with Argentine radio station Continental, basically warning that unless he gets more opportunities at Arsenal, he will be looking to leave. Uh, 27-year-old, of course, uh, has really stepped up since Bern Leno. Bern Leno's horrible injury against Brighton back in June. He's featured in every game since then. Uh, he said to Continental, I've shown the club that I can play for them. And when I return next season, I need to have more games. That is the only way I will stay at Arsenal. Uh, he's been there since 2010, completing yeah. a £1.1 million move from uh, Independiente in Argentina. Uh, he's had loan spells. We'll check this out. Oxford, Sheffield Wednesday, Rotherham, Wolves, Getafe and Reading. Uh, now is the time to give him a uh, first-team spot. Well, I really like Martinez. I said he was he was uh, great, great for um, for Arsenal in that final against Chelsea. Couldn't really do anything about Pulisic's goal, in my opinion. I think it's a good time. Uh, look, the way that injury looked for Leno, I don't see him recovering very quickly. And look, Arsenal have had a checkered history, let's say, with goalkeepers. I think he's probably the best option for them right now aside from chucking 50 million at a world-class goalkeeper yeah he really has stepped up with the plate and you could see at the end of that FA Cup final it really mm-hmm. this is something that obviously means quite a lot to him because he's been sat on that bench uh, been on various different loans and now he's finally got a shot to prove it and then 
Look, it's very easy to say stats-wise, but in his first proper tenure as Arsenal goalkeeper, he's won himself an FA Cup winners' medal, like and and been a star performer for the club throughout the bunch of matches that they've had since the return and since Bert Leno got injured. I mean. Arsenal, as you say, have got a checkered pass. They have also got a pass with some good goalkeepers. Even yes. if one of them was David Seaman and the other was a very good goalkeeper slash the biggest pantomime villain in the world, Jens Lehmann. Oh, but either way, some big gloves to step into there. Nobody else has quite managed it just yet. Maybe it could be Emiliano Martinez. Yeah, I think I think he's got, or he could at least develop a good relationship mm. with his defence already. That's always, I'd say, the hardest part. And also, you know, you look at like, for example, the, the post-match interview where he's getting emotional with Aubameyang and he has a connection with that squad as well. And that seems to me what Arteta's trying to sow in that Arsenal side. So I'd say give him a chance next season what's the worst that could happen what's the worst that could happen <laughs> smash could too next season eh? Yeah. arsenal relegated anyway let's go to do some quick transfer talk yeah we've got a, the best of the bunch that we can find coming around from the premier league today also let's just dive straight back into arsenal because we're there let's talk about willian a lot of people have been talking about potentially willian going to arsenal well he has confirmed on his twitter account that he will be leaving chelsea he did a big post to the Chelsea fans thanking them for his time there but according to Fabrizio Romano the sports journalist has said that potentially and I quote confirmed last details and Peter works time between Willian and Arsenal he's going to join the Gunners sometime next week so that is a guy who's going to add to the attacking threat of Arsenal next season let's move across to Liverpool who apparently are close to signing the Olympiacos left back and I'm going to definitely butcher your surname here say my apologies Kostas Smikis who is um, basically Liverpool's second choice at the left back position. They were trying to sign, of course, Jamal Lewis from mm. Norwich City, but unfortunately could not agree a deal there. Sky Sports reporting potentially £11.75 million for the 24-year-old to come across from Greece. Man City also have put Nicholas Otamendi on the transfer list. Now, this one's quite interesting. They've obviously signed Nathan Ake as a new replacement at centre-half, perhaps deeming him surplus to requirements. Otamendi is 32 years old, two years left on his contract, and the word on the, the word on the street, Adam Wilborn, according to our good friends over at Super Deporte, is that Valencia perhaps could be his home. Nothing official yet, but it seems like something might make sense. Obviously, a return there for him after leaving them previously to join Manchester City back in the day. And finally, Lille have signed uh, Angel. I was going to call him Angel. Eh? Angel Gomez on a five-year deal from Manchester United. Now, the youngster who you may or may not know basically has signed for Lille, but is immediately being shipped out on loan to Boa Vista in the Portuguese league. Now, this comes from Sky Sports. There was a lot of talk about uh, Angel mm. Gomez. I've got this weird feeling this is very much could be another Paul Pogba type situation. A young player who felt like he should be trying to progress in the club wasn't being given the opportunities to do so. And we've seen quite a few other players who have been. He was missed out and I think perhaps didn't like the way it was happening. And a 19-year-old heads off to France to then head off to Portugal. <laughs> What yeah, do you think about these ones, Adam Wilbon? Uh, Angel Gomez, like you said, I think uh, it's probably best for all parties right now. I think he's been with United since he was, what, five or something yeah, insane? Yeah, um, And I, I think, you know, it's going to be very hard to break into that first team at United right now. I think there may be something, I don't know, I've just made this up in my own head, where they maybe get first refusal if he ever, you know, does a Paul Pogba almost. Indeed. Um, but I think, like, I think like, they've learned that lesson, wouldn't you? <laughs> 
Yeah, you'd hope so anyway. Uh, I think that's best for all parties right now. Uh, oh, Mendy, I was rather shocked. Uh, I think he's been an excellent servant to Man City. But like you say, although as a man who just turned 32 at the weekend, saying, oh, bloody old now, isn't he? Yeah. At 32 is, is worrying. But yeah, they, they've got a huge amount of talent at centre-half um, at Man City, especially with Nathan Ake coming in. And we were talking before this and you were saying basically it was probably a toss-up for City between Otamendi and Stones. And I don't think they're ready to give up on the John, John Stones project okay. yet. Uh, Willian, obviously great signing for Arsenal. We've talked in, in great detail about this. It's been a less will they, won't they, or will they... All right, when will they when, signing yeah. for Arsenal? Um, talk to Miller about this. Simon Miller said that's exactly what Arsenal needs. Um, he's going to be a really good signing for them, I reckon. Obviously, the stumbling block between Willian and Chelsea was the fact he won a three-year contract. They were giving him a two-year contract. I, I think it's, it's probably for the best, especially because the way Chelsea are developing and, and shifting their squad, they probably would have pushed him out, I'd say, even more. I don't see it as a step down. or it, it's For me, it's a step sideways for, for Willian. And, and I think he could be a less a talisman, but he could really chip in with 20 goals. An exciting front line for Arsenal next season. And in terms of the uh, Liverpool left-back, who I'm not even going to attempt to name, look, they were going to try and sign your lad from Norwich. Norwich wanted 20 million. They wanted to pay 10 million. They've settled for someone else for 11.5 million. I'm sure if you ask our Liverpool fan, Ewan, uh, about this, he would say the thing that Liverpool need for next season, aside from maybe one more striker, is depth, squad depth. That's the only thing that's going to allow them to try and retain that title when you compare it to, to Manchester City. Uh, good sign in all in all. But uh, let us know your theories on some of these transfer rumours in the comment section and all the new stories we've done today uh, in the comment section below. And don't forget to like, share and subscribe and subscribe to What Culture Football wherever you get your podcast from for daily football podcast of course plus you can let us know your thoughts on twitter at what culture fc and watch they can follow both of us you can follow adam nicholas at it's adam nicholas and you can follow adam wilborn at adam wilborn you can follow us all as i said at what culture fc but this has been your daily football news my thanks to adam nicholas thank you for joining us and we will see you soon 